You're listening to the walkout. What's happening, man? How are you doing this weekend? Or this weekend? <laughs> How are you doing this evening? We're on, we're almost there. <laughs> almost we're, to the yeah, weekend. we're technically well because some of us are going to have a short week, which is going to take us into the weekend. That's I, I am. As we record this, is it? It is Veterans Day weekend. Yeah, we're right? getting there. We are getting there. So that's that's awesome. But actually, I'm doing all right, brother. There's you know, a, like anybody in the world, I could complain, but who is going to listen? Right. You know. So yeah, but it's it's been a good time. I've done a lot of traveling. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. you've been around. Yeah, you know, I'm not. I'm not, I'm really not uh, a good traveler. I, I don't like to do it. I I just kind of like being in the area that I'm in, and I like don't really like too much of my schedule and things messed with. Uh, but you know, when you gotta travel, you have to pack. You need to buy tickets, and you know you gotta get there, and then you gotta land, and you gotta do this whole thing and be gone. So, yeah, and you're, you're being over six foot tall, it's already a, a, a hassle to travel. You better believe the word. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm I'm a person who I'm gonna sit by the window because, and that's you know requesting a seat. So now you're paying another. I don't know, 30, 40 bucks to get by a window. <laughs> right. And and that's not giving you any more room on the chair. So, you know, it, it you're right. It being, you know, six one and sitting there scrunched up. I don't wanna go on a, a flight of ten hours. I don't wanna I don't wanna go on fifteen hour flights. I don't wanna go to other countries where <laughs> right. You know, it's either purchase a a high priced first class ticket so that you can uh, be comfortable or, you know, be stuffed in a normal. What a scam that is, too, that they can have all the every everything is designed for somebody who's like five foot nine because that's the average height. Like, that's such a con. Like, you need to make it comfortable for, like, the largest person to go through. It should be comfortable for Shaq to be able to sit on every flight, yeah, not, not right. just the medium-sized person. See, it's and ridiculous I, don't, I don't understand why you look on the plane, right, and you see all these chairs, these seats that they have jammed, and it's like you, you don't feel that maybe you should cut out 20 of these chairs to make the chairs a little more comfortable. I mean, literally comfortable for more people. And I understand it's about money. I mean, but come on, man. Come on. It feels like just for a little tiny bit of comfort that people will be willing to pay just a little bit more, you know? I was going to, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'll pay a little more if you make it comfortable. Yeah, it seems really bizarre to me that they, they do that. And I've worked on airplanes and I did the interiors where you we you know were on the planes when nobody's right. on there and like it was amazing when you're because some of the stuff we did would be like repair the tracks that the that the seats were on right and it was amazing how close those seats were i couldn't even get down there to work and you're like how how do people sit on these things yeah and some airlines were a lot worse than others yeah it's it's not the greatest thing so yeah flying is the one thing that i'm not i just i'm like come on man it I every time when I have to and I get um the the change of climate. So like if I go somewhere else and then and I, when I get back home I start I get sick. So it's just yeah. I don't know. Um, you know, I like driving. So get me in my car, get me in a car and uh you know, we can switch off, drive hours a piece and get where we're going, see a bunch of stuff. It's funny you say that cuz more recently I've been kind of getting that that road bug to get out there where I would drive right. and 
you know, my first show might be six hours away from here and then right. the next show might be three or four hours from there. And then the next show would be a couple hours away, but night after night you have, you're staying at a hotel, right. getting up and then you're traveling a few hours and then you're in another town. And that was like a really, like a special thing because you're going through all these little towns and you're, you're kind of leaving your mark and then just kind of moving on. And that's driving. I, I enjoy the driving part of it. It's really cool. I got, you know, I got to live a little bit of the, of travel life when I did music, but I always wanted to live that type of life where you just kind of, you know, you got to travel from night to night, different places and meeting a bunch of different people and, um, you know, and just, you're just out there. It's a, it's a, it's a part of life where, you know, um, that is, you know, a cool thing. And I, and and I don't envy it, but I say it, it, when I see it for other people, I'm like, man, you know, that must be such a great feeling just to be out there and, and traveling the world or hell, even traveling the United States. Like it'd be fun to catch on with an MMA organization that kind of goes around from little into little towns, right. like the old wrestling organization I, right. used to. Wouldn't that be cool? Like yep. it, we'd be just for sure. All right, we'll see you in Fresno tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, just somewhere that got you traveling and, and seeing stuff. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. Be a blast. So there has been a lot of fights that have, have came and gone and coming up uh, since me and you uh, last recorded, bro. Have we gotten together since the expo? Did we do one since the expo? Oh uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah, I was thinking we did. Yeah, we did. And then, so you already know at this point, man. Ah, uh, there's the, the crazy thing is, is I got to see the um the Ngannou fight mm-hmm. and Fury. Oh, what did you yeah. think? Did you did you hear anything? Did you what did you what was your what was your take on that? Everything that I heard and read and the few clips that I saw indicated that Francis Ngannou put MMA like really, really far up against boxing. Like he really took MMA, gave MMA a lot of credibility because the the common thought was that, you know, MMA fighters, you know, MMA fighters wouldn't be able to cross over into boxing as easy as a boxer would be able to cross over to MMA. Well, Francis Ngano apparently won the fight, and th- well, they weren't able to give it to him for whatever reason. At least that's the way it sounded. I didn't see it, so I can't call it. But uh, at, at the very least, he left a good imprint on the sport of boxing uh, in, in the name of MMA. For sure, I give him a lot of props. I, you know, I, I, uh, Tyson Fury is one of my uh, is one of my very liked fighters. I don't want to say, oh, it's my favorite fighter because I only have like a few favorite fighters. I mean, it's my all-time favorites, but he definitely is in my is in is in my top, um, you know, five fighters. And because he understands the art of boxing, and I like that. <clears throat> That's how I am as a fighter now. Um, that fight, I was very very proud of Francis Ngannou because how he looked and how he took, you know, the initiative to look good in doing it. Now, yeah, there were times where when he got tired, he kind of went back to his old ways, you know, but then he snapped himself right back into it. Um, Nice check hook, caught him, dropped him, should have won the fight. Reason he didn't because, you know, 
in this thing we call sports, money is bigger than a win. Yeah. So people are like, there's no way we can... All of a sudden, this guy, an MMA guy, comes to fight the champ who is the world heavyweight champion of the world. And uh, he wins over him. It's going to be this big spectacle and blah, blah, blah. So he, they, they say he lost. And plus, there's a lot more money in a rematch this way, too. For sure. The, the rematch is on. And the way the way that'll work is they're going to want Tyson Fury to get— they're already talking about it. He needs to get in there and defend that belt, not these spectacles for money, or you'll lose them. Mm-hmm. And that's fine because there's some real— you know, there's some people who want it, and they're 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 coming to him and trying to take it from him. Right. So he's gonna have to do something. Um, you you came off off the uh, you know charity events, or I don't know what they call these fights anymore. The exhibitions, yeah. It's really weird because they call them exhibitions, but they they're fights to me. Yeah. You know, he was lumped up the next day. Right. I mean, he looked he he was pretty beat up and. Uh, so that was it was it was really good to see him come from mixed martial arts, which I don't know if a lot of people know he started as a boxer. Um, I don't know, in his country that's what he wanted to be and I guess he was told, Hey, you know, MMA is probably best and he went back to what he loved and had Mike Tyson, you know, in his corner. Wow. That's that crazy. was you know, that was his coach. So and he looked like he used some of the stuff he was told. Yeah, for sure. Wow, for sure. I don't know how you coach what Tyson <clears throat> does, but <laughs> you know what? I'm sure. He, I mean, he learned. He learned from the great cust. You know, so I'm Definitely. sure Mike Tyson can be a great coach if he wants to be. Yeah, and I know Tyson's a big guy on uh, mindset because he oh, was for, sure. for for as crazy as people thought he was, he was uh, the best fight seller of our time that's for sure yeah it, it, that's i think um that's the the crazy thing is is to have him in your corner when you're such a big dude heavyweight he was the heavy he was the he is the most vicious heavyweight fighter i've ever so there was nobody in my lifetime there was nobody more feared than no. mike tyson was in his not family. at all I that was a terrifying dude not at all i i've no I, flash I, not at all just the just the black trunks and the black shoes not at and all. a freaking monstrous fist not at all if you wanted if you can find me another one who you thought was better than him and more you know more ferocious and just came and knocked out your favorite fighter like he was nothing yeah he no don't try to come tell him don't bring that shit telling me who he didn't fight he beat up every he beat up your favorite fighter before everyone had a favorite fighter right before he came well he whooped his ass Mm -hmm. and that's uh you know hey that's that's why he goes down in history so yeah, he had him in his corner. He has a lot of history behind. Uh, Imagine if Cuss lived for you know another ten, fifteen years. I mean, Tyson's story would have been so much different. Oh hell yeah, he wouldn't have been allowed to do none of none of the stuff people came in and and tried to do after he passed on would not have happened. 
could you imagine that? I, I, you know, I doubt that the, the Robin Givens would have gotten her hooks into him. He would have said, get that ratchet. <laughs> get her the hell out of here. Yeah, he wouldn't have fell for it, you know. And and that's what sucks about this the industry and people being, you know, in the fight world, it probably ha- it happens all the time in every sport. Um, when he was at his most vulnerable, having a you know really pretty severe loss with Cus being the closest sure. thing to a father he really had, and then mm-hmm. that's when the predators all pop in, you know. Yep, great, you know, <clears throat> and I think uh, he has Mike Tyson has uh, it's like um, stand up where he he like is talking, he's on a stage and he's um, he has like a big projector behind him mm-hmm. going over like, um, you know, just different things as he's explaining. But that was a very, very, um, humbling experience to watch that and mm-hmm. hear him it from the horse's mouth, everything. Oh, wow. So, so you were able to go when he did, I remember <clears throat> when he did a stand up tour. Yeah. I, I just saw it on the video. Like, oh, did you? yeah, I watched it, you know, on, on TV because you know it's on video, but it was powerful and it was cool to see him because you know he, he broke down actually on on that show, but just talking about his life and all the things that he went through, um, and it's cool to see him now, very humbled, you know, just freaking eating mushrooms and smoking weed and on what a else, podcast. What else is he making more money than he ever did before? Ever, and having a great time doing it, still ferocious. I wish somebody would try to do something to him. He'll fuck you up. But he seems to be so at peace. He's at peace, man. I mean, he's he's had he's he's lost a child. He's lost everything. Uh, gained it back. I mean, you know, that's when you probably really find that peace inside your heart that you're looking for. You know, where you just man, I, I I'm I'm just happy. I'm sure that's how he feels. Like you know. Went through all the pain and struggles, and now I'm just here, and I'm happy. Yeah, there's pains that kind of become part of you, and then you mm-hmm. have to just become at peace with that part, and, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's an amazing thing to see that that kind of growth and all of that, especially because, you know, at one point, everybody saw him as this lunatic bad guy, <clears throat> you right. know. And I don't think that there are people that, dislike Mike Tyson like they used to be. And I think that that's a good thing. For sure. I'm glad that now he's a household name. I mean, he was a household name before that. But the the likeness behind his name is changing now. You know, right. And that's a great thing. You know, instead of you looking at him as the monster rapist, this, this, this and that, you now see Mike Tyson as, you know, this, this visionary. And, you know, you, you see him as... Um, somebody who who's like pushed past so many obstacles and and reinvented itself for good. So that means you know when people see that anyone can do it. Anyone who who's been pushed down, beat up, told they're not good enough, um, you know, had things taken from them. You know, they can look at his story and that'll tell you that you just keep pushing and you you know you get to that point where you know you'll come growing out of the soil and, yeah you know good things so yeah what a roller coaster because he had he went from having nothing and desperation to you know finding his way kind of with cuss and getting 
everything, feeling like I had everything, and then losing everything again. For sure. Everything that he had any kind of um, confidence <clears throat> in. Yeah, n- nobody really caring for him, and that is, uh, that's painful. Yeah. You know, painful in itself, so, yeah, it's really cool to see. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I total agreement with that. I, I really do like seeing his story arc because it's, it's amazing to see as his businesses keep growing and his endeavors and his podcasts and everything yeah. that he does. It's just, it now he really he can't go wrong because he's just being himself and he's doing good things for sure, flourishing. Yeah, Definitely flourishing. I don't know that I've watched any MMA since the last time that we've sat together. Wow. That then I mean, well, what was that? Just recently, um, the Black Beast fought, which was real I mean, you know, what what can I, I did, say? I did watch the replay on that, man. You know, what that can was... I say? You know, Woo! I I feel I feel bad for the beast because <clears throat> it just I don't know that guy that guy didn't throw no punches whatsoever besides when he laid and prayed those shots came from the ground and I don't know it I'm for Derek I'm sure that was just very frustrating uh, it was a boring fight to watch but definitely not on his part he's there to, he's he's ready to swing and bang so. I don't know that guy Almeida came and he just it was it was like ding drop boom grab <laughs> yeah <laughs> drop boom grab drop grab 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 so it was a lot of that bro yeah. yeah not even I mean that's why it's not talked about it wasn't no big fight to talk about no cut is that why they're showing clips from older fights now <laughs> yeah yeah because it just was uh, it was just not <clears throat> what you would have you know wanted to see we I, I wanted to see these two guys you know punch it out and I, i'm I, I knew beast was looking for it you know he, he was trying to get but this guy wasn't allowing to get ready at all attacking the legs right away right oh. away yeah that yeah. might be a i don't know if it's a weakness for beast but he doesn't have like the biggest legs well and yeah and so you know and when you're when you and your coaches are there and that you guys is like job to to pick away something that will help you with this fight um you know i think that almeida's coaches may have saw that because he attacked that in a certain way he grabbed at the lowest part so he can bunch the legs together oh okay and so it wasn't like he was grabbing towards the hips or anything like that or on the thigh to do these takedowns he was grab bunching up the smaller part of the leg which would, you know, it, it was just taking them down every time. Oh. So that's something they worked on. They had to. Shoestring tackles. Yep. They were like, hey, let's let's use that. And, you know, he was a nice sized, you know, Brazilian guy. Wow. Or whatever. So, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the greatest fight. But I do know there's going to be some fireworks coming this week. Yeah. Uh, this fight. Yeah. You're talking about our UFC coming up. What is it? The. UFC. Uh, yeah, that is 295. Uh, 295 is coming up, um, and that is going to be a freaking amazing fight. That main card is Prozhak. Well, it's really hard to say that guy's name. Prozhaka and Alex Pierre, and it, somebody's going to get knocked out or their head kicked off. I'm calling already right now, so say what you want. Somebody's going to get knocked out. 
So you think that's going to be a fairly <clears throat> quick fight? Um, if not fairly quick, it's just going to definitely be by punch out or kick out. <laughs> and at some point. <clears throat> it's good to see. You know, it's going to be good to see this fight. I'm excited. Um, we're going to see Aspinall and Pavlovich fight. That should be cool to see. Um, it really breaks my freaking balls that John Jones is not fighting my chick and Oh, that's right. I was supposed to be out there this weekend in New York with you know, with the three sixty promotions. They they're out there. Uh King Callum will be out there fighting tomorrow, actually. In New York, so I was supposed to be out there, but, you know, some of the guys, it, it worked out to where, you know, I, I'm home on this one. Um, but they're out there, though. He's going to fight tomorrow. So, you know, if you guys are on the fight pass, get on there. Watch King Callum Walsh get in here. You know, freaking probably pick up another belt from some, you know, some guy in New York who's going to smash him short. Oh, um, nice. It's definitely going to be a good night of fights. Um, that's Tom Loeffler. Um, you know, uh, Hollywood Fight Nights, and so it should be uh, really cool. But that uh, the weekend, which is uh, Saturday, two ninety five, will be there, and right. there's just gonna be a slew of great fights. But like I said, it was supposed to be the Jones Myshek Jones um, that got canceled because, um, if I'm not mistaken, Jones like a pulled hernia or. Oh, was it Jones that the <clears throat> I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is Jones who got hurt. Oh, that's a bummer. He hasn't been able to fight in a while. And I think they were saying like eight months. I don't know. I don't know. Stipe's not going to wait that long, is he? I don't know, man. I wonder. This was going to be, that was going to be a crazy fight. But we still get to see on the prelim cards our home town sister. That's right. I saw her on uh, Tabata Risi. I saw her on the Instagram with the. I, I yeah, just she did, was doing Callum. They're out there chilling out. Yeah, I did just. A, oh, that's right. Okay, mm -hmm. there we go. That's who you're talking about. All right. Yeah, now now I realize. Yeah. Now it's all you know computing together. So, um, that's cool. They'll both hopefully walk away with two W's and uh, have a great time celebrating in New York. Um, so it should be an interesting. Bring it on home, Tab. Yeah, that should be fun. She's taking on Lupi Godinez, who uh, oh, Lupi. doesn't fighting out of Mexico, but she, yeah. for whatever reason, the name is not familiar with me. But looking through, she had, um, you know, she had wins over names that we're familiar with, and I think she's won like eleven in the UFC alone. So she's been around, just maybe not on cards that I've been watching. Well, she's number thirteen going up against our number ten Tabitha, and so. You know, it's going to be amazing. You know, it's going to be an awesome strawweight bout between these two. Brazil against Mexico. So there will definitely be, uh, you know, they can, the, the language barrier won't be there because they, you know, they, they speak, you know, almost the same kind of language as a few different twangs. Now, go back. This is going to be amazing. Uh, go back to Van. It's it, This is the coolest thing. Go up, up. <clears throat> I mean, down. We're going back, back. There we go. And there it is. Okay. Good old Joshua Van now. If you guys do not know, um, this is 4-Ounce. This is where my brother's uh, camp is from. Um, Joshua Van is, is, is now on the flyweight bouts of the UFC, and it's really cool to see. Um, you know, when I'm out there, I get to train with these guys, and it's really, really cool to see. So I want to, you know, give them a – awesome congratulations brother um 
Good to see you on the card get going up against uh, Kevin Boras. Um, he's Josh has been training super hard, you know, he, he, and this is just really cool to see. And so to be able to watch this on the early prelims, watch my guy get in there and, and, and toss it up is going to be a cool thing. It says 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, so that's... I think that might be the start of the actual uh, card. I think yeah, that's the yeah, early, early prelims start at 7. They're like... I think the early prelims are <clears throat> earlier. They, I think the early prelims are probably like at three or four or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, so what, I can't what, imagine the pre. I can't imagine the prelims starting that late, especially in New York because they're in New York. Oh, but you got to you remember how? Um, what's that thing about New York? They always start things late in New York, so they're because their eleven o'clock is our. It's eight p.m. to us. So if we, so, so yeah, I think. Okay, so the prelims, let's see. The prelims start at 5. Okay, all right, 5. Early prelims start at 3. Okay. All right, there we go. So there we go. Early prelims start at 3. I'm like, well, how late do they expect? That's what I'm saying. I'm glad we we got that all worked out. If the early prelims started at 7 our time, that'd be 10 p.m. their time. (laughs) They'd be there till like 6 in the morning. (laughs) They'll be tired. All right, so we got this all mapped in. 3 o'clock, I'll be watching Van Fight for sure. I need to watch my guy represent that represent the foes um and that's cool man yeah you guys definitely tune in to watch a good you know good nine fights it's actually always good to try to catch prelims um we uh i've told you before that me and my buddy carlos went to uh to uh, aldo versus mcgregor yeah and we went and the early prelims were all guys that are now you know, either champions or people that everybody knows of. Like I remember sure. as we were walking in, Max Holloway was fighting. That's cool. And then Max Holloway, that was like at the beginning of his kind of fame yeah. part. Yeah. You know? He was on his way up. Yeah. Cause he was in the, That's awesome. he was in the prelims. Like, yeah. And not like the end of the prelims either. <laughs> he fought before wow. Tisha Torres. <laughs> That's nice. But yeah. So not it was wrong, kind, of, kind yeah. of a trip though. So, so I always recommend <clears throat> to try to catch prelims if you can, because you're going to, you're gonna catch that 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 up and coming star, and sometimes you see it in them, and you're like, okay, this is somebody I want to watch. Yeah, it's very true. So don't miss. Definitely watch the early prelims. You know, there's great fights. Those are the guys who are on their way up. Um, Especially yeah. Joshua Van fighting out of Texas. Yep, definitely for sure. Um, hey, you know uh, something that's really cool. So I was down at the Wheelhouse Lounge. Was you know chilling out and uh, shout out to the you know to uh, d and and uh, renee over there at the uh, wheelhouse lounge um and i was letting them know that uh you know i was heading over i was going to be doing my podcast with my brother and they were like hey um why don't you guys do your podcast here and i'm like i don't know you know i want to talk to my bro about this so uh going back and forth about it and and you know now we've been offered that bro so we get to go kind of go over there set up lounge and a podcast over there do our show from there let's go for it i'm down should be a should be a it's a great environment it's pretty cool you know that you know come through and uh might be able to get a few people to come by and talk and speak so it should be pretty cool oh yeah i love the folks over at wheelhouse Uh, my buddy phil does uh does some work with them okay he's uh, put together a couple comedy shows and let me be a part of those and 
Um, they always put on a good party, a great group of folks over there. So. Wow. See, bro, that's just uh, everything just aligning itself together. So Yeah, I'm a big fan of those fan- those folks over there. At, uh, <clears throat> I said fa- big fan of those fans over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really cool, man. It's going to be fun to, you know, link up and, and just kind of do something uh, uh, different in our community. So Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. So what do you got coming up that you're looking forward to? Anything going on in your world that's uh, exciting, entertaining? Well, let's see. You know, we're coming close down to the end of the year, and, and it's the most important thing that I got going on right now. Are I have two children's birthdays two weeks apart. So I have a daughter who's turning 15. Um, you know, she's having her super huge quinceanera, so I want to, you know, just send a shout-out to her and tell her how much I love her and uh, – it's awesome, super. She's going from a, uh, you know, a, you know, a youngster to a, you know, a young woman. Young, she was, you know, like a young girl, and she's going into a young lady, and that is cool. I'm excited. I have her little brother who is going from nine to ten, and that's you know to me double digits, and that's cool because. Now it's, it's just he's getting older and older, and I'm happy for that too. But the only thing is, is their birthdays are two weeks apart, so I got a lot of financially, a lot of stuff to take care of. Um, and it's cool. Let's yeah. do it. The birthday budgeting stuff. I actually have one of those tomorrow. Maddie turns twelve tomorrow. Maddie, man, happy early birthday to my little friend. You guys got anything big planned? What do you got? What is she doing? Um, she is wants all of all of her birthday stuff to be money towards her cat, so she's gonna wow. get money towards her cat, and then her friend's gonna come over and have cake and ice cream with us tomorrow after school, and then um, we're going. Me and the kids are gonna go on an island Packers cruise. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do like a wildlife cruise on Friday, so that'll be a little bit birthday ish, but more, you know. No, that's hanging out. That's what they like to do. But see. When these kids get older, they're starting to learn to, if you ask them, what do you want to do for your birthday? Birthday parties are what we want to give them. Um, Unless they ask for them, these kids want specific things, certain things that they just want. And I think that that's kind of cool. You know, my kids say, oh, you know, I don't want to throw a party. I just want the money that you were going to, well, why? What are you going to do with it? Well, I wanted to buy these clothes and these shoes and this thing and this, that. And it's like, oh, okay. And I'd be happy with that. Yeah, Tommy was uh, over the birthday party thing pretty early. Where he's yeah. like, I'd rather the family all just go to, you know, the yeah. Queen Mary or whatever. I think that's what we yeah. did last year. I think for the Queen Mary for his birthday. That's cool. Yeah. That you know, yeah, that's what he wanted to do. That's spend my birthday. A, spend the night on a haunted boat. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you. <laughs> Happy birthday, kid. You know this uh, this old fellow told me a really cool thing growing up. Uh, you know, I was working at this job and it was in my late twenties, I think. Yeah, late twenties or so, early thirties. And he was like, you know, I was telling him about birthday and it's coming up, and I don't want to know what to do. And he's like, Hey, listen, youngster, black guy, he's real cool. He was like, since I was young, I always made sure that I had. I did what I wanted to do for my birthday. And he goes, so what I would do is I would plan my birthday the way that I wanted it to be me. I'm doing what, this is what I'm doing for my birthday. Now, I'll invite you, 
And if you want to come and hang out at my party, cool. That's cool. I, I have no problem. But if you don't, that's fine. I won't even, I won't feel upset. I won't have any issues. I won't, it wasn't, I didn't obligate you. And I won't expect anything. Right. So at the end of the day, I threw a party that I wanted to throw for me. So if no one shows up, I'll still have fun because it was only meant for me anyway. Right. So I always, ever since he told me that, I've lived the rest of my life that way. So my birthday parties are always, that's why I don't, you don't, you won't hear like, oh, I'm having this birthday party if you want to come. No, I just do what I want to do. Like I'll, oh, I don't know, I'm going to here for the weekend or I'm going here for my birthday or, you know, hey, I'm going to go uh, paintball shooting. Guys, you guys want to go for my birthday? Well, yeah. Cool. All right. If they don't, it doesn't matter. I'm still going. Right. <laughs> so, Play pickup game. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, that's I've always lived with that kind of motto. I like that stuff like that. Yep. Throw a party for me if you want to go. That's cool. But if you don't want to, that's cool no, too. No, still gonna be there. <laughs> nice. The party's gonna be at this bar. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna be there. My whole birthday. I'm getting fucked up. <laughs> if you want to come by? Come by. If not, I'll still be there. <laughs> no matter what. So uh, what's happening with uh, My Fight Shop West Coast? My Fight Shop has been doing, uh, you know, it's doing all right. Like, you know, it's not like, um, you know, I sell stuff in in a cool little wave. And um, I have more vendors now. So now, I you know, I carry RDX and, you know, title and damage control and, um you know, Hayabusa and, you know, a few other things that I have my hands on. I got, you know, some stuff from Super Rare and it's cool. You know, um, I'm doing pop-up shop right now so I can pop up anywhere. Nice. Um, you know, so if there's people out there who, you know, you know, vendor fairs, you know, stuff like that, let me know. Um, I can come and, you know, set up and, and, and even at the fights, like I said, you know, wanting to reach out to, um, you know, the guys over there at Spar Star and be like, hey, if you guys allow us to kind of set up our podcast and the booth right next to each other, um, that would be amazing. We better get a hold of them soon because they got one coming up here in about three weeks. I coming think. Up, coming up soon. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that's soon. I mean, if it's possible. I, I mean, I, I see the vision of it. If it's right next to each other, that's super cool. You know, running a podcast, we got the store right next to it. So, I gotta say that that commerce venue, that little outdoor or little that outdoor tent, has become quite the venue, man. They have sure. a lot of fights out there now. Yep, everybody wants to do their fights there. It Seems looks like good. They got pyro. They got you know video camera and everything. Just here's a word to the wise, and I think you would say this too. Get your ass there early. Yeah. Because parking can be challenging if, uh, sure. if you try to roll up fashionably late showing off your new felt suit or whatever. You, you will <laughs> fashionably tough. not be seen until you get in the building. <laughs> and that's after your ass have sweated out your perm. Yep. <laughs> Walking through the city of commerce from yep. some other parking lot. Yep. So don't. There is a lot of parking, but boy, it could be challenging if you get there late. It yep. could be challenging. Slow yep. to get through, slow to park, so get there early, and it's no issues. Getting out, I don't think there's an issue, but we're never really in a rush to leave either. Yeah, People kind of trickle out 
mm-hmm. throughout the night. So it's yeah, usually not an issue They head straight to the casino. So if you're trying to leave, you got like a good little window to get in your car and get the hell on. Yeah, I say if your event's at 7, get there at 6, 6.30, yeah. get in. and ju- it's, it's a cool atmosphere. I mean, we're there sure. all the time before the fights come out. you got the cage sitting there, the lights, you know, they're testing out the sound. Yeah. Maybe a little bit too much testing out the sound. Yeah. You know, people are running back and forth. You see some of the fighters coming in, getting trying to get their last-minute feels yeah, of the stage. and all these little things, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's a good good atmosphere. So if you can get there early and get yourself comfortable, don't uh, sit and wait till the last minute and sure <laughs> get stuck in the yeah, the get commerce stuck, parking get lot. stuck in the in the rut. <laughs> so we have that look to look forward to and for that, I believe it's sspmma.com and you can find out information on the Spar Star events coming up. Yes, sir. Um as far as myself, uh comedy-wise, I've got a few gigs coming up, but nothing super local here so i'll just have to drop calendar dates on a at a later time let people know yeah trying to work on a couple of things i'm trying to do more and more work with uh, a couple of the nonprofits like um, turning point and trying to get some stuff going with them and you know yeah trying to set myself up to do uh, to get the next expo down and things like that the next expo is going to be really different from the last two so the next expo is going to take a lot of effort um, but I think it's going to be better and overall for my sensibilities. It's going to be easier for me to put together. So okay, yeah, well, we, we love we love the expos are awesome, bro. So yeah, I think we're here full support. support. I appreciate it, man. I loved having you guys there. It was such a blast. We loved being there. It was awesome. It was really really cool. I still have a lot of pictures. You know, I had a I had an event photographer there. Oh so yeah, I, yeah. I have pictures to send to you too. So. Oh right on. <laughs> it's got a bunch of them. Yeah, all right, that's I, awesome. Every time I think about sending them, then I get sidetracked on something else. I'm like, oh, I, I fall so far behind. It's a story of my life. Sidetrack. Yeah, we'll have to talk about time management one of these days because you've got to be good at time management with all of the things that you have going on. Oh yeah, you, we'll have a great we'll have a great show talking about time management. Yeah, and how it's done. <laughs> Sounds good, man. All right. Thanks for listening to the Walkout Podcast. Uh, be sure to like, subscribe, tell all your friends, um, and uh, leave a comment, too. We'd like to have some questions from you. You can Please. send us an email. Send us an email at, um, uh, let's go with gigglesliveSP at gmail.com. GigglesliveSP at gmail. That should get us a. We have our own email, but I don't know it offhand, so I'm throwing that one out there. There you go. With, maybe, with, maybe, in po- <laughs> maybe in post, I'll throw the, the the real email in there. Who knows? Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Probably not, because that would take a lot of effort. But maybe we'll see. Yeah, we'll see for sure. <laughs> well, thanks for making time to make it over here, bro. You always know that's how we do it, bro. All right, man. We'll have a good night. Thanks for listening to the walkout. Mm-hmm.